Welcome to Remix the Narrative. Remix the Narrative is a podcast that discusses the issues and topics that impact children, families, and education. Through dialogue, we discuss the good, bad, great, and ugly with the hopes to promote change. Tune in to get expert advice and tools to help the whole family. Hello, and welcome to another episode entitled, What Are You Waiting For? Go for it. Um, As I was just sitting here thinking about this time of the year, it's December, it's the holidays, and there's so many people who are starting to reflect and think about, man, this year, first of all, if you're like me, this year went by so quickly. If I think about it, it was summer a couple of weeks ago, and now we're going into 2020. And with going into 2020, there's so many times this idea of, okay, I'm going to start my New Year's resolutions or that thing I didn't get to accomplish in 2019, I'm going to wait until the first and I'm going to kick it off. I say go for it now. And I want to push us to start thinking about all the different areas of our lives and where we need to start considering what are some things that we need to step out on faith on, um, start getting the ball rolling on, or there are some dreams or some things that have been dormant for a while that we need to bring back to life. And so here are just a few different areas that I think that we can start brainstorming and starting to plan for how we can go for it, starting the end of 2019, going into 2020. Children. When I think about my son, I'm always thinking about for myself when I'm, you know, doing my own work in the community or my organization and working, like how am I building a legacy for him? But when we think about our children, we need to already be starting to have them think about how are they building a legacy for themselves? Many times we may not necessarily know what it is that they want to do when they grow up or what are their passions, especially if they're younger. However, they can start speaking and start saying things. And if you listen intently, you know what you can push them in. For my son, for example, he has really gravitated towards cameras, technology. Um, He has such a big spirit. And so um, just from other people in his life, he's really been wanting to go after um, acting and dancing. And these are all just things that he naturally is good at, but also some things that because of his exposure, he's become a little bit more prone to want to talk more about. And so I have been really thinking about how can I put him in positions that he can start perfecting his gifts. He also can explore more when it comes to his love for technology and cameras and YouTubing and all those things. Like, why not put him in a position where he can just be his great and his best self? And so when I think about building a legacy, how can we right now, you know, we do vision boards about what we're going to do, maybe doing vision boards with our children, right? Allowing them to have a a time to really reflect on, man, you know, where I am right now, what are some things that I want to accomplish? What are some things that I want to learn? What are some things that I want to be able to become better at? And then maybe some things I want to do when I grow up. One of the quotes that, as you know, I love me some quotes (laughs) that I continually think about when I think about this point is, They will perish because of a lack of vision. And so as an educator, I'm always telling my children, if you don't have a goal or, you know, your goal shouldn't be getting an A in my class. Your goal should be, hey, I want to one day own my own store, right? And so then you start realizing how the things that are going on in your life are connected to that goal. So, hey, if I say I want to own my own store, that means that I need to become really good at math. Because I want to be able to manage my books right. I want to be able to know um, when we have losses, where we need to make some changes. Science, right? Hey, I need to make sure that I'm healthy, 
because I want to have a family one day. And so I need to learn what are those things that I need to be doing to keep myself healthy. How are chemicals, if I'm in chemistry, how does that impact my life? How does that impact my community? Because I do care about where I live. Being able to look at school as more of a resource versus, oh my gosh, this is what I'm in now. But again, if they don't have a vision or a goal, everything is short term. Everything is right now. Like, oh, I don't want to do this homework. But hey, you know what? This is going to help me to become more disciplined. And in order for me to do these things, I need to have discipline as a part of my character. Just helping our children to start seeing how things that are currently in their life is helping them to shape and become um, who they want to be in the future. Another aspect is family and friends. And so when we're thinking about what not waiting and going for it, like how are we holding each other accountable? I truly believe that your tribe determines your vibe. And I have a dope group of women who are my sister friends, who keep me accountable, who keep me encouraged, who allow me to know, hey, Jerema, you know, you better get back on it or encourage me when they see that I'm grinding. And you need to have a circle that's not only encouraging you, but also holding you accountable to your goals. And so I need to get back on this. As Even as I'm talking, one of my best friends um, at the end of the summer was like, hey, we should do weekly goals. We should text each other what our goals are, and we should be able to check in on Wednesdays about how we're going and then from there go into Sunday of like hey what did we accomplish okay it's cool if it was a couple of things we didn't get to let's take it over into the next week having that kind of level of accountability is good for me right not only do I not feel like I'm alone going after my goals however we are holding each other accountable and truly helping each other to um, achieve and get our goals together and also just being able to Think about my goals and the things I want to go after and how my family and friends play a part in that. And I know many of times we've heard that we should not mix family and friends together when it comes to business. However, I want to push us in thinking a little bit different. I have learned that, especially as I'm going after um, my business and as I have been, you know, going to school and when it comes to raising my son, God has put the people in my life who are going to help me to get there. Right. Teamwork really does make the dream work as I'm, um, you know, venturing off to be, um, be this business owner and community activist. <clears throat> God has allowed me to see that he already put people in my life to help me to be successful. Right. So there's a lot of things that come along with wanting to run your own business. And I have learned that, hey, as I'm thinking about this part of my business, you know what? So-and-so does that. Or you know what? They went through the same thing. Let me talk to them. Or maybe not necessarily them, my my friend, but who they know can help me get to the next level. So many times we have this competition versus collaboration mindset and we hold ourselves back. Right? I truly believe what is for me is what for me. Right? Again, what's for me is for me. And I don't have to be in competition. I don't have to be scared, you know, to share what it is I'm trying to do because ultimately, if it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. And so I want to push you to think about like, man, what are some of those goals? What are some of those dreams that it is that I want to do? And it's truly going to take me reflecting and thinking about the people who are in my lives so I can make that thing happen. And then again, we need to encourage one another because so many times we not we may not go after a particular goal because we're scared, right? We're scared of like 
you know what, this is new. This may or may not work. This is new to me. I don't know what's the first step. Or, hey, am I really good enough to do it? All these different doubts, all these different insecurities can play a role. And one of my good friends, she um, shared this with me last year, and it stuck with me, right? She said, you know what? You can be scared, but do it scared, right? It's better than not doing anything at all. You just go ahead and do it scared. And that has been something that's a mantra for me as it comes to school, because I'm in school for my PhD, when it comes to being a mother, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Just really trying to figure out the best schooling for him, the best situations for him. When it comes to my business, being able to come up with programs and reaching out to individuals to collaborate or just learning more about how the business works. And again, it can be a lot of scary things that's connected to that. However, I have truly gone by and lived by the idea of doing it scared. And so I want to encourage you the same thing, right? It's December the 4th. Let's think about what are some of those things we haven't done because we were scared or some of those things we haven't done because we felt like, hey, I'm actually going to wait to the new year to go after it. I push you to say, go after those things now. Um, The next area is education. And I know that for some of us, (laughs) thinking about going back to school is like never. (laughs) Whenever I tell people that I'm getting my PhD, they're like, girl, you good because after high school or after my bachelor's, I said, I'm done. However, for me, I've always been a student and I love learning. I love learning. I think even after my PhD, I'm still going to be in a class or in some area to learn something new. However, I know for some of us, going to school may have been something we had to put on hold because of life or maybe because of finances or so many different life situations could come up. Again, it's never too late. I'm always encouraged when I see posts or I hear about people who went back to school in their 40s and their 50s and their 60s, even their 70s and 80s, because that was a goal that they wanted to accomplish. And they didn't care when they did it or how long it took. It could be one class, a quarter, but they were going to be able to say one day that they got their degree because that was a goal that they set. And I want you to as well think about some of the things that you've always wanted to do and you may feel like it's too late. And I'm here to tell you it's not too late. It's not too late to learn that new skill. It's not too late to travel. It's not too late to take that dance class. It's not too late to start that business. I want to push you to know that the time is now. You're not in a situation where you can't be great. You can be as big as you want to be. Do it scared, as I said before. Go back and think about the ways that you can continue to better yourself. And it doesn't have to start in a new year. It can start today. It can start as you research in schools or you're asking a friend about a program that they were in or starting to think about, man, what are some of the things I really want to go after? Again, personal education, if that's a goal, go for it. You got me, you got your community, you got you got a whole section of people rooting for you. And guess what? By your testimony, you're going to encourage others to go after and know it's not too late as well. I think about schools, right? The schools that our kids attend, we can feel like, oh my gosh, there's things that we don't like or there's things that we don't um, agree with. And a 
course, that's a whole nother podcast. However, I've also learned that what am I doing to be a part of that change? Again, it's never too late. It's never too late to get on the LSC. It's never too late to go to the parent meetings. It's never too late to start building relationships when it comes to the teachers and parents of the um, students that your child is in the class with. It's never too late to be able to go in and be involved because, again, we can't really complain about things we're not happy about if we're not being a part of the solution ourselves. And so I charge you to think about like, hey, what are the things that you feel like maybe your school that um, that you attend or the school your, your child attends or your niece or nephew or grandchildren attend? And what can you do to bring to the school to make it a little bit more of what you dream for it to be and also being able to be an asset to that school and not a discouragement? Because we can many times have a lot of complaints and I'm someone who really, really tries to, if I have a complaint, or something that I'm not pleased with, be very problem solving and come up with some solutions as well. And so I charge us to do that as well. You know, that's it's never too late. Let's go for it. Let's go and create the schools and let's create the things that we really want to see. And last but not least, go for it for taking care of you. You all, just to be transparent, I'm late with this podcast because I've been battling the last two days a stomach virus and I don't know where it came from. Um, It just really hit me hard, and I'm at the tail end of it, and I'm grateful for it. But you know what it reminded me of? Because I was talking to a friend yesterday about how well do we really take care of ourselves. I'm someone who, and I got to probably dig into this more, I enjoy working. Especially if it's work that I feel is purposeful, it's what I want to do, right? So if I'm working on my business, if I'm thinking about how I can make this content come more alive for my students, if I'm doing something with my family, if I'm working in a way that I feel like it's building, I'm cool with it, right? But I also can have this problem of not knowing when to push pause and to stop, right? And so... Part of the reason um, I believe that I became sick is because of lack of rest. <laughs> One of my coworkers, when he saw me yesterday, that was his first question. Like, Jerema, have you been resting? Because you do a lot. And when he said that question the night before, I literally had only got like four or five hours of sleep. But again, because I laid down, got back up. I'm like, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to email this person. Oh, you know, I forgot to write this down. And sometimes we really have to learn how to take care of ourselves. When's the last time you was on a vacation? I always go on vacations in the summer, but I mean, just like, because it's the third Saturday of the month, you go somewhere or even just do a staycation in your city. I have vowed to myself that I have to take care of myself so that I'm able to be my best self. And so, you know what? Go for it. I literally texted my best friend yesterday like, hey, where are we going this month? <laughs> like, I ain't thought about it. I ain't planned it. But I know it's necessary. And so, again, it is so important that we have our village around us. It's so important that we're thinking about self. It's so important that we're really going after our goals. And, again, we don't have to wait until the new year. We don't have to wait until we feel like all things are together. Do a little bit towards what you want to do now. I was, um, last point, I was at a workshop this upcoming week, and she talked about how she does quarterly goals. You know, as a business owner, um, you know, a lot of people, they, they look at how they're doing and progressing every three months. And she was like, do you do quarterly goals? And not just even for your business or just for you, period. And that really encouraged me because I can tend to do week to week goals, like how my to do list, my checklist. But 
just as I said earlier, when it comes to our children really being focused on goals, we got to give ourselves room to make error, but also deadlines so we're pushing forward. And so that is something I'm com- committing to myself is to do quarterly goals, like kind of set goals for every three months and then reevaluate it. You know, I'm going to get back into the weekly check-ins with my bestie and all of that. But really having up, what are my three-month goals? So those are things that I'm working towards. And I encourage you to do the same. You know, we can say for the year, but that gives us a little bit too much room and a little bit more time to kind of procrastinate. But if we say, hey, in three months, this is what I want to have accomplished, we can really see some things change. I hope that this podcast encourages you as we are in the last month of the year to go for it. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Make a list, work the list, and see it happen. I love you all. Until next week.